Halfswing Shinty podcast. This week is a Talek Holmes Camner Cup final special. We will be speaking to Lovett manager Jamie Matheson and man of the match hero in the semi final for Kinloch Shield, Josh Grant. In addition to that, Katie and I flipped a coin to see who we were going to be debating for in winning the Camnet Cup final. Stay tuned to find out. Tickets are available on shinty.com in the top right-hand corner, on desktop and on mobile. If you click the three lines, you will find buy tickets. In my opinion, it's going to be one of the most exciting finals we've had in years. I really couldn't tell you who I think is going to win this final, so I think it'll be a great one to come along to. Oban is a fantastic venue and we're all really excited, so buy your tickets now and avoid disappointment. I've been joined now by Love It manager Jamie Matheson. Jamie, first things first, congratulations on making the final. Uh, it was obviously a, a tough semi-final, but a really exciting one to watch. Can you talk me through the semi-final, how it went, and your emotions during the match? Hey, thanks very much, Ian. Um, yeah, it was some game of shinty, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for any neutral fan watching, um, they would have loved that game. Um, well, we, I feel that we started the, the better... Um, and getting the early goal from Fraser certainly, you know, certainly gives us a little boost. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, the last twenty minutes of the first half, Kinnussy certainly piled the piled the pressure on. That's there's no doubt in that. But getting in at half time, a one 0 up, I see, gives us another lift. Obviously, going into the second half, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously the message at half time is keep it tight. You know, if they don't score, we win the game. You know, the the, the messages you expect, and then Mark obviously scoring two minutes later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're starting to think, wow, this really is on now. Um, and once again, still wasn't getting carried away because you know how good Kinnussy are going forward. They're always going to cause us problems. And then with 20 minutes to go when they score, I'm thinking, oh, oh here we go. You know, because it's, you know, they're only going to get fitter in a lift and we're oh, a few injuries and we're trying mm-hmm. to <laughs> shuffle people around. Um, but then obviously the crazy two-minute spell where Fraser <laughs> scored again and they Kinnussy score again. I'm thinking, surely this has got to be it. There can't be any more going in now. <laughs> and then, yeah, when the final whistle blows, it's just sheer relief more than anything else. Mm. Um, I can't really even remember the moment, to be honest. It's just kind of a blur. I remember Mark jumping on me, but that's about it. <laughs> um, I just, you know, I can't believe how well the boys did, all their bodies on the line. You know, they could hardly walk for days, you know. Mm-hmm. Training on Tuesday night was interesting, but... <laughs> You know, we're, we're gathering ourselves and we're looking forward to Saturday now, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, I am as well and so is the whole Shinty community. It's uh, it's set to be a cracker. Uh, Stuart McDonald made a number of great saves in that match. We've spoken about him a lot in the podcast in the last few weeks and even previous to that. Is he the best goalkeeper in Shinty? And is that someone you can see yourself relying on again in the final? Uh, he certainly did, didn't he? Uh, well, I've said it many times myself. Uh, and maybe I am biased because he's a mate and I've played for Lovett most of my life. Um, but I think he's the best goalkeeper that shouldn't be seen. Certainly in my time, obviously, I can't comment on mm-hmm. before. But in my time, I, I can't see anyone that's been better than him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't shock me. And I don't think it shocks any of our lads. Him, some uh, trading five, six times a night, he makes saves that you stand there and you go, wow. <laughs> I mean, how has he saved that? And it's actually quite demoralising sometimes, to be honest. <laughs> um but, yeah, there was a save in Sky, um, a double save, actually, in the, well, our first round, the second round, that I'm still gobsmacked that he saved. And, you know, if he doesn't, the reality is we might not be sitting here having this chat. You know, we might have gone out in Sky. So, 
you know, you, you can't take him for granted, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, when we meet our captain, it's a, he's a massive player for us. And more than that, he's just a, a genuinely nice guy. You know, he sets an example. There's there's no one that's got a bad word to say about him, I think, probably in the whole of shinty world, to be honest. Um, and yeah, if he could lift that trophy on Saturday, I don't think there'd be a more deserving person to do it, that's for sure. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a fantastic player. There's no question about that. And, you know, I'd echo your thoughts about him being a great guy as well. Um, moving on a little bit, we'll just try a bit of love it sort of more generally now. I mean, you've now made four of the last six Telecoms Kavanagh Cup finals. You know, a lot's made a Newton mode over that period, and rightly so. You know, they've obviously uh, won a number of them. But uh, would you say that Levitt have been one of the best teams over the last five to ten years with that in mind? Uh, yeah. Um, obviously, Newton Moore have certainly dominated the last ten years. You can't take that away from them. The, the number of trophies the boys have and leagues they've won, you know, you, there's no arguing. They've certainly been the dominant force over that ten-year period. Um, you know, making four of the last six finals, you know, it certainly throws our ring in the hat of being you know, best of the rest, but then you've got, can you see, Oban, Kyle's, Heal themselves, you know, I would say that's all four or five evenly matched teams mm-hmm. um, that have all maybe won a trophy here or there or a couple of trophies and been in finals. So I would say that was, you know, um, you know, a few teams certainly fighting for that second place. But Fraser and the lads deserve massive credit. You know, it's been easy for me to come in and take over. I've not changed a drastic amount, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um you know, Fraser was in, I think it was three or four Kamlach finals, second in the league. So, you know, he did a fantastic job. And, um, yeah, it's been easy for me, as I say, to take over. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only thing the lads would say themselves missing is maybe a few more trophies. You know, we've got a fantastic squad and have done for the last, probably going on 10 years, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And maybe if it wasn't for the likes of Newton Moore, we might have had a few more trophies, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if we could obviously get the trophy on Saturday, it would be a big step. And we're... You know, when COVID stops and the Premier League starts again, our sights will be set on trying to win it, that's for sure, for the first time, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that historic day in 2015 is going to live long in the memory of everyone, especially, of course, in Kiltarlity. Uh, you returned to Oban again for a Telecoms Kavanagh Cup final, looking to carve out your own legacy as a manager of Levitt. Just how much an achievement would it be winning what would only be the club's third Kavanagh Cup in the club's 133-year history? Uh, yeah. Um, it's certainly a day I'll never forget in 2015 um, with obviously Levitt winning the camera cap for the first time since the 1950s and my, my son being born two hours before the final started um, I'll, I'll actually never forget I had the wee man maybe two or three hours old sitting in my arms watching the, the final on BBC iPlayer on my phone um, so it's probably a memory I'll never forget Absolutely. I actually also got a photo of him sitting in the cap or maybe lying in the cap I suppose at two days old and um, that's my favourite photo. I don't think I'll ever have a photo that beats it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, on a personal note, you know, if, if we did win on Saturday, it, you know, I'm not going to lie to you, it's a massive achievement and I would obviously be, you know, very proud of, I wouldn't lie about that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's like many clubs, love it's a, a committee, a community, you know, family club, mm-hmm. I suppose 90%, maybe even 100% of the clubs are, you know, so if you take the trophy home to the village, it pretty much shuts down for the week, <laughs> you know yourself. Um, and like, obviously, my grandfather's 80 now. He's been to, I probably couldn't tell you last time he missed a game. He travels all over, you know, he goes to Kyle's Sky, where it's a village, you know. It's just the kind of family feel you get. Um, whether that's for the, the half bottle of whiskey that my grand doesn't know about, <laughs> or um, the love of the game, I'm not sure. <laughs> and obviously my folks as well, they, you know, 
my mum goes to every single game. My dad goes to as many as he can. You know, for them to to see me and Greg, if we can lift that trophy on Saturday together, I'm sure it would uh, make the miles that they put in, the thousands of miles as we were kids, all worthwhile, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, thinking about the match on Saturday specifically, do you think that maybe Love it have the psychological edge going into it after what happened in the Artis, Artemis Macaulay quarterfinal? Uh, no, I certainly don't think so. Uh, you know, the score running reflects how close a game it was, obviously 3-2. And with kind of Shield not having Mark or Connor, um, who in my eyes are two of you know Scotland's best defenders, I suppose, because mm-hmm. they've been you know the caps they've got prove that. Um, you know, I don't think it makes a difference. I know that they're going to their defence is going to be shored up, but you know our forwards are in form; they're scoring goals. Mm-hmm. So you know it's going to be an interesting battle. I'm really looking forward to seeing it, to be honest. Um, but I can't see anyone running away with. It. I really wouldn't be surprised if this was extra time. And maybe even the first penalty shootout. You know, you never know. That's not going to be good for the nerves, like. <laughs> no, certainly not. Um, but yeah, I I can't see either team. You know, two, three goals up. This is going to be, you know, it could even be the first team to score might win it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Josh obviously in goals doesn't let many many in. Obviously, we've got Stuart. Both defenses are strong. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be surprised if it was a high a high scoring affair. That's for sure. Yeah, no, I think that's that's probably quite accurate, and um, yeah, that makes it all the more exciting as a neutral, you know, turning up to watch and just not not knowing exactly which way it's going to go. Um, talking about squad issues, maybe. I mean, we know Lauren Mackay's out of the final with the suspension. Uh, Scott obviously injured his hand in the semi-final and is potentially out as well. Just how much of a miss are they going to be, and are there any other fresh injury concerns ahead of the match? Yeah, look, we're obviously disappointed that uh, Lauren and Scott miss out. Um, especially the Lauren, you know, one booking after 18 months out and, you know, Lauren's really sort of calmed down in this booking kind of thing. He's, you know, to get his first one, well, this season, and I'm informed that he wasn't booked the last season, that it was played properly. You know, to get one booking and miss the, the finals, pretty harsh on anyone. Um, but, you know, we have to take it on the chin. Um, you know, Lauren will be hopefully fit again next year for us and you know hopefully we're doing the same again um, but yeah Scott as well obviously I, th- I think it's a broken finger or broken knuckle so he's in cast so he'll unfortunately not make it either which is you know it's a shame for Scott himself and for us because you know Scott this is Scott's first season back playing properly really from two or three years and he's been fantastic he's probably one of the first names on my, my team sheet every week or has been certainly for this season so yeah, we'll, we'll definitely miss them, but you know, this is why we've got a strong squad. There's boys there ready to come in. Um, and yeah, we're still confident that we've got the squad there that can go on and win the game on Saturday, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just want to wish Scott a speedy recovery and hope he comes back from that even stronger. Yeah. Um, semi-final hero Fraser Heath has been in scintillating form this season. He's Levitt's top goal scorer with nine goals. Just how important is he to this side? Yeah, uh, in my eyes, Fraser's different class. He... First things first, he's a fantastic shinty player. Um, he could play anywhere in the park. If you asked him to play half back, wing centre, I think he would do an equally good job and all. Um, you know, he brings our forwards into play. Like the way he holds the ball up, little flicks and trips, it must be an absolute joy to play with, to be honest. Um, but the, you know, our front four have been really good. Um, Lewis Toss does a lot of work at half forward for us, creates a lot of things. And if you give the ball to Mark and Greg, who do an equally equal amount of work too. You know, I, I fancy them to score goals, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, you know, Mark, uh, sorry, Fraser has been 
fantastic this year. The goals tell you that, and I think his performance in the the semi final was, you know, unbelievable. He, you know, Robert Mayburn in my eyes is one of the best fullbacks in shouldn't he, if not the best at the minute. Mm-hmm. And I feel Fraser gave him the run around on Saturday. Um, certainly for most of the game, anyway. You know, Robert had some good tackles and did well, but I just think Fraser was was unreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. No, he's a he's a great player. He seems to really. Uh kicked up an extra gear this season which is uh, only good for Levitt and only good for him as well so congratulations to him we're going to end on a question not so much about Levitt but more about Kinloch Shield what do you think their strengths are and you know how can they hurt this Levitt side yeah uh, well you know Kinloch Shield are a great side there's no getting away from it um, I've said a few times this year that if you're going to win a trophy in my eyes you'd have to beat probably can you see our Kinloch Shield um, that's no disrespect to anyone else. That was just my thoughts um, from the start of the year. Um, you know, they've got some great players. You know, the three McCray brothers, the first three that spring to my mind. You know, I've been playing shinty since I was, I don't know, maybe five, six, and I still remember. You know, I remember them playing them in the under-14s. Um, so you know, they're obviously going to relish this opportunity. And another one for me is uh, Donald Nixon. I think Don Nixon's superb. Um, I think he's a really good full centre. I think he's actually underrated. I don't think a lot of people talk about him the way that mm-hmm. he's, you know, his, his running, his hitting, very, very fit. Yeah, you know, he's one that dictates for them. <clears throat> but we'll have, you know, we'll have our plans to, to try and stop them, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, we'll see what happens Saturday. You know, the best team will win on the day. Hopefully it's a great game and... You know, we'll, we'll take it from there. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, that's all I'm hoping for as well. A fantastic game and a decent crowd as well, which I'm sure we will have. Um, that's That pretty much brings me to the end of the, the interview, uh, Jamie. Unless there's anything else you want to say, I would just say thanks very much for joining me and best of luck in the final. No, thanks very much. Then, yeah. Thank you very much. I'll maybe see you down there on Saturday. Cracking. Good man. Cheers. I've been joined now by none other than the voice of Shinty, Katie Drain. Katie, how have you been keeping? And just how excited are you for the Telecoms Kavanagh Cup final? Thanks, Aaron. That's the first time I've been referred to as the voice of Shinty. What a joy for people. Um, yeah, I'm good, thanks. What a busy couple of weeks we've had. Really good semi-finals for the Telecoms Kavanagh Cup final. And now the countdown is on till the big day. People will uh, undoubtedly recognise you as the voice behind the second semi-final on Co-Coms. Uh, how did you find the experience? I really enjoyed it. I was very nervous, but I think the fact that it was a really good game helped. You know, it was end-to-end, and uh, once I got into it, I relaxed a wee bit, so it was good. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. They certainly did a, a very good job. Um, Levitt got through on that day, um, and obviously Kinloch Shield progressed past Kyle's the week before. So what we're going to do now is we've flipped a coin before the start of this recording and Katie has landed up with Lovett, I've ended up with Kinloch Shield and we're basically just going to give three reasons that we think our chosen side is going to win the Telecoms Kamenak Cup final this coming Saturday. Katie, do you want to start off and tell me the first reason that you think that Lovett are going to win the Kamenak Cup final? Sure thing. Um, so my first reason of why I think that Lovett are going to win the Telecoms Camera Cup final is that um, Lovett's back four are very, very strong. They've got three Scotland internationals in there. Um, so Daniel Greve, Craig Mainland, they've played for Scotland a number of times. And Danny Kelly, who's played for under, the under-21 Scotland team a number of times as well. As well. 
They've also managed to keep Canusi to two goals last week when Canusi have been scoring, you know, an average five a game. So they keep they kept Canusi to the bare minimum. Um, the back four are tough, they're skillful, and they work incredibly well together and have for a long time. Yeah, no, that that's that's fair. It's quite hard to to sort of argue with that. You know, it is a, definitely a strong back four. But what I would say in terms of uh, keeping them to two goals, and I know it's only a pre-season friendly, but in a pre-season friendly this year, Kinloch Shield drew two each with Canusi, keeping them to two goals as well. So that's maybe uh, maybe something we've seen from both sides, although admittedly one's in the semi-final of the of the Kamen Act and the other one's in the pre-season. Um, but no, I think you're absolutely wrong. There's no way that Levitt are going to win the Telecoms Kavanagh Cup final because Kinloch Shield are going to win the final. And I'll tell you one of the reasons why. Kinloch Shield are in the final for the first time in their 63-year history. They know that opportunities like this don't come along very often and that's going to make them far more determined than Levitt to win come September 18th. Levitt have been in the final three of the last five years and this will be four and six. And we aren't talking about an inexperienced Kinloch Shield side when I say that, you know, this is their first time in the Kamenak final. That's that's not necessarily a negative. There's international caps galore throughout the team. They've won the Macaulay Cup twice and they managed to win what is undoubtedly the hardest trophy to win in Shinty in 2017 by winning the Maui Premiership, joining only three other clubs in doing so. Lovett might have been in four, well, they will have been in four of the last six, but the reality is they only won one, and that was over half a decade ago. So that's why Kinloch Shield are going to win. Katie, over to you. That was good. I liked it. Um, so I'm watching Aaron's face as he gives this argument here, and he's very passionate about this. Um, <laughs> There's some strange passion coming from Allegiance somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I appreciate your point. Yep, there. You know, this is their their first final, their first big day out to the Caravan Cup final. Um, however, I don't. Going on to my kind of second reason, I think Love will win. Um, and I'm just gonna flip your point entirely on you. I don't think you can match experience. You know, as you say, this is Love's fourth final in six seasons. Obviously, we're not counting 2020. They know what to expect from the day. They've already experienced the nerves, the cameras, and the fantastic atmosphere that a good crowd at the Telecoms Camera Cup final can bring. They have that experience, and they'll use that to their advantage. Yeah, yeah. I had a funny feeling that one might was going to come up somewhere, so that's why I tried to get in with the first one as being the opposite point. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think it's, it's hard to argue with, you know, I mean, outside of... Uh, Obviously, Newton Moore, they've been the most successful team in the Kamenak Cup over the last six years, although, you know, there has only been that one victory. They've got to, obviously, um, three, now four finals. Um, so, yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. We'll maybe move on now, and, and I'll tell you why Kinloch Shield are actually going to beat Lovett instead. Um, this one's not to do necessarily with the team, but down to an individual, and the individual in question is Johnson Gill. Johnson Gill is a proven manager who's won major honours and knows how to motivate his sides for the big occasions as he showed in his past victories with Kinloch Shield. This is going to give Kinloch Shield a vital edge over Levitt. And although Jamie has already proven himself as a top manager by getting this far, he just doesn't have that big match experience that Johnson has. And that is going to be the difference between the two sides come Saturday. Okay. Like your argument there, Aidan, that's not bad. Um, but in all honesty, you're wrong. Um, 
yeah, I don't. Uh, although Johnston Gill, he's got uh, you know the experience of managing a side in big games. Um, you know his players have never played in a Kamenik Cup final yet, um, which is where it differs from from what Love it are in. Um, and as Jamie Matheson said in his interview, um, after they won on Saturday, the last time Lovett won was the day that his son was born. So he didn't actually make the final. So, you know, this this year, um, I think his son's going to be six, five, six. I should know that's my nephew. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he's, it's his birthday that weekend this year. So, you know, um, Jamie's son's birthday weekend has got a lucky... A lucky ring around it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to tell you the third reason that Love It are going to win the Kamenich Cup final this year. Um, and it's the simple point, you know, they've got big game players. You saw last weekend, and we've seen many, many times in the past, just how good Stuart McDonald is in goals. Mm-hmm. Kamenich Cup final 2015, he obviously won the man of the match. And the first half... Um, especially when Kinesi had a good 20-25 minutes of pressure last weekend. He was just unstoppable. He made save after save, and he's a big game player. You know, I've said before, they've got Scotland internationalist Craig Mayland at the back. He kept Rudy Anderson quiet for 90 minutes Mm -hmm. last weekend. That's no easy task for a defender. As well as that, they've got Fraser Heath, Greg Matheson up front. They're not shy in finding the target. And especially Fraser Heath has been on fine form this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, you know, they've just got the big the big name players, the big game players. And, yeah, that's the reason that Lover are going to win the Camera Cup this year. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, some of those, I mean, this podcast almost turning into a, a Stuart McDonald fan podcast amount. We talk about him every week, but he is. Perfect food. <laughs> he, he is absolutely sensational. Um, we have got a press call coming up, which he's yet to respond to, though. So, uh, you know, maybe it might become a, a Stuart McDonald hate podcast if he doesn't <laughs> if he doesn't back up his ideas soon, like you know. But anyway, less about that. Yeah, I mean, those are some great players, but uh, you know, I don't think that it's fair to say that you know Levitt's the only side with great players. Um, there's obviously fantastic uh, players across the Kinloch Shield team and you know that's maybe one of the other reasons not one reason that I've got down here but you know you're talking about individuals whereas I think Kinloch Shield are a cohesive unit they're a team uh, rather than relying on the individual brilliance of Stuart or Greg or Fraser on the day I think you know they're going to be a well-oiled machine come Saturday but I'll move on to the final reason and some people might say this one's a little bit tenuous but I can see the data behind the ticket sales so far and the sheer number of people travelling from the West Coast is amazing to see. It seems like every farmer and their mother are coming to Oban from that vast expanse in Westeros and I think that the fans could play a huge part as Kinloch Shield look to secure that first ever Telecom's Kamna Cup victory. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I mean, I've seen a number of, um, you know, posts across Facebook and Twitter saying, you know, on the 18th, the last person to leave Lakalsh, can you switch the lights off, etc. <laughs> so I know, I know they'll have a huge following. And they don't just have a huge following in Lakalsh. There's Kinloch Shield ties throughout. Um, you know the Inverness area as well. So mm-hmm. I know they'll get good support uh, down in Oban. But I know that Love It Will as well. There's lots and lots and lots of people, you know, it doesn't matter that this is their fourth final in six seasons. The excitement is still real. The excitement's still there. People are keen for um, them to repeat the 2015 victory. And, you know, Kinloch Shield won't be the only side to have a huge number of fans down and open on the day. 
Yeah, well, here's hoping. Here's hoping it'll uh, it'll certainly make for a good spectacle. Um, and if you're wondering how you can buy tickets to the Telecoms Camnav Cup final, then all you have to do is go to www.shinty.com and click buy tickets in the top right hand corner. Um, it's been a really positive uh, year so far for ticket sales. You know, we're we're really exceeding expectations just now and you know i think everyone's just really excited about getting back to playing shinty getting back to what is the biggest game in shinty uh, after such a period of absence okay katie i think we'll uh, we'll leave it for the listeners to decide who who won that debate and who's uh, who's gonna win this coming saturday in terms of you what are you most excited about on saturday um just the event in itself like you say it's been a long time since um you know, we didn't have a Camera Cup final last season. Um, we've got one this year. It's been a long time. Uh, the excitement on the day, the big crowd. You always get a big crowd for the Camera Cup final. Um, you know, seeing everyone, the buzz of excitement. And, yeah, just looking forward to a good spectacle of Shinty from both sides. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, that, that's quite right and very fair. That was Katie Jane. Thanks very much for joining me. Now we are going to move on to an interview with none other than Kinloch Shields' Josh Grant, man of the match in the Telecoms Canada Cup semi-final win over Kyle's. This podcast is sponsored by Telecoms, proud partners of the Kamenach Association. Like the game of Shinty, Telecoms has strong Highland roots and a heritage going back over 95 years. The superior finishes and high quality fittings in every Telecom, together with fresh contemporary interiors and energy saving features, mean you're assured of an attractive, well built home. For a great choice of homes in the best locations in Scotland, Simply search Telecoms online or follow them on social media. Josh, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this time it's for a much more positive reason than just being one of my mates that I could grab at any moment. You've made it to the Telecoms Camera Cup final, uh, which is obviously set to take place this Saturday at Mossfield Stadium, Auburn. Firstly, congratulations on getting to the final. I was hoping that you could firstly, you know, sort of talk me through the semi-final match and, and sort of how it went from your perspective. Thanks very much for having me back on, Ian. Um, glad to be of service again. Um, the game for a start was obviously a massive, massive game and mm-hmm. going into it, there was a lot of nerves and yeah. things to think about, things to consider. The biggest game of my my time anyway and obviously mm-hmm. a chance to get kind of shielding to into the first ever uh, Camera Cup final, so mm-hmm. that came into play and just try to do everybody proud. Really, was the was the main thing going into the game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you were obviously awarded man of the match in the semi final. You know, just how did that feel? Yeah, amazing. It was. Uh, I wasn't expecting it, but you you turn up on the day and let me tell you, I had an absolute howler, a howler warming up. Couldn't save a thing. <laughs> absolutely nothing. I remember he didn't say anything, but I remember John, uh, John McRae looking at me and giving that devil stare, which was well deserved. But I pulled it off in the end. So yeah, absolutely. No, it was a, it was a good game, uh, fantastic and, and well played. Congratulations again. Um, last time you were on the podcast, you said that this was your proudest moment in Shinty. What's your proudest moment in Shinty? 
think proudest moments first Lovett Cup I started, we won. Um, that's just proud from the community and stuff. Have you got a new proudest moment now after your semi-final performance and obviously being part of that Kinloch Shield team to take to go to the first ever final? Sorry. <laughs> I would say so. I would say that uh, that trumps it. Um, I think the build-up of the pressure and just having having everything come to me so quickly. I think the game came so fast after the quarter and you know it was definitely a big occasion and for me the semi-final is always harder than a final mm-hmm. because you've got and you've still got the semi-final to think about and you can't help yourself but think about the final <laughs> yeah. and you can't help yourself about thinking about winning of it <laughs> so do you know what I mean it's a uh, thinking about winning's always there and you just have to take it as it comes and take take every half as it, as it comes and the old saying win the first half and Treat it as nil nil and win the second half, and that's mm. that is what we did. One goal in each half, and we got there. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that you know they always say that the semi final is the worst point to be going out at because yeah, okay, it's gut wrenching to lose in the final, but the reality is at least you know you've got that experience. You've been part of a big match day. Whereas going out in the semi final, you know you don't even get that necessarily. So overcoming that hurdle and what was you know a, a tense match right to the end uh, is, is is good news for Shield and uh, I'm sure that'll bode well for for going to the final this Saturday um you obviously would have watched the other semi-final in fact we watched it together in the living room we're sitting in we right sure now did. um what did you think of the game and what will Shield need to look out for against Levitt you know what are they good at I think like no mistake that uh, it was a surprise to everybody I think mm-hmm. um and that's uh, no disrespect to, to love it, but going into that game, I didn't feel that they had enough, in probably in defence, to hold them off. And mm-hmm. you have to, I have to put my hands up, fair play, they, they did it. And of course, Fraser Heath getting getting them off the mark definitely mm-hmm. helps things. Um, and can you see, I think, a simple way to say it is they weren't at the races, and that's, Again, you can't be on all cylinders at all points, and unfortunately, they just got caught on a bad day. I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, you're you're quite right there. Um, yeah, Canusi was sort of hotly tipped not only to win that semi final, but of course to win the full competition. They'd been unbeaten and hadn't even drawn a game um, throughout the season, the regular season, um, so far this year until until sort of Levitt knocked them out so yeah like you say it is hard to to be going on all cylinders but uh, unfortunately they just uh, they just fell at that hurdle but all kudos must go to Levitt. they managed to stop one of the best teams in the country so fair play and they deserve this chance to go and try and win their third telecoms camera cap um so thinking about the you know matches played past as well obviously you guys played each other in the Artemis Macaulay quarter final. I'm not trying to dig up any bad memories here, <laughs> but uh, does that result, you know, 3-2 to Levitt it was, give them the psychological edge going into this huge match? Yeah, a bit of PTSD yeah, after that game. <laughs> why, but, uh, coming into the game and not making any excuses, but four players down, four starting players isn't a good, good mm-hmm. way to start the game, but everybody stepped up on the day and, again, we weren't at the races. We couldn't just have that little bit more, and Lovett did. Mm-hmm. And their their third goal. I don't think Fraser will ever do that again. So <laughs> it takes that striker back every now and again to do it. And on the day, they definitely deserved it. But we'll be looking to to sort of do ourselves justice and do a few other teams justice too. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, 
John Angus Gillis, Gilly, was appointed as the referee for the final. What are your experiences of him as a ref? He's a cracking ref, uh, in my opinion. I think he, he's fair, fair all over the park, and he, every ref makes mistakes. He's going to make mistakes. He's only human, but he always tries to, uh, tries to, sort of give you an explanation, and that's mm-hmm. all you can ask for, really. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm uh, quite fond of him as a ref. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no complaints. No complaints from your end. Then that's good. Um, we'll wait and see if that's the same at the end of the match. <laughs> nah, he's a skyman right enough, so we never know. <laughs> um, thinking about your opposite number, Stuart McDonald. Uh, obviously had a great game in the semi-final, and you know everyone knows him from that final uh, result against Kyle's when he was just sort of unstoppable. Yeah. Um, is he the best goalkeeper in Shinty? I think he has been the most consistent goalkeeper in Shinty. Um, I think there is goalkeepers on his level, mm-hmm. but they're not always on that level. The likes of Stuart McIntosh, mm-hmm. um, he's been there or thereabouts for years. And I think if my memory serves me right, Stuart McDonald was second to Stuart McIntosh for a number of years, and then obviously came came forward. So yeah, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, absolutely amazing goalkeeper. But yeah, he he is a he's one of the best. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you had to say one Kinloch Shield player who was going to be the key man ahead of this final, or one player who is likely to make the most impact in this final for Kinloch Shield, who would you pick? I would say it's going to be Mark McDonald, mm-hmm. um, being out with a with an injury um, recently, and we miss him a lot, and we are hoping and praying he's going to be fit. We still don't know 100%. We still don't know how he's feeling. He's been training better. He's looking good, but it's still a lot of doubt. But, I mean, if he plays, it'll be him. But I think on the day, without him there, I think Jordan Fraser yeah. is going to be, after his performance in the semi-final, he was absolutely immense. Yeah. Um, he is all over the park, in his half of the park anyway, just covers every blade of grass. He takes the ball in, he can flick the ball on, he can shoot, he'll shoot from distance, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Brilliant, brilliant player. And uh, I think he, he's going to be... He's going to be cer- certainly a man that we're going to have to try and hit and try and get things from because his work rate and everything's really good. So Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, looking back to the last Telecoms Camera Cup final, which obviously took place in 2019, uh, Newton Moore beat Oban Kamenach 5-1. But before that, Kinloch Shield won the McMaster Cup uh, with a certain Archie McRae starring. Uh, Archie was obviously in the squad for the semi-final um, and I would assume is likely to be in the squad again for the final uh, and he just... missed three sitters by the way <laughs> let's, not, uh, let's not get away from that <laughs> yeah I didn't want to necessarily <laughs> bring that up and put it on him but if you are then that's fine yeah he did uh, he could have maybe had a couple himself but uh, speaking more broadly just how how good how important is it to see sort of young blood coming through at Kinloch Shield Archie's going to be going to be massive in the future and yeah there's a good chance to be in the squad uh, the squad's not been named yet and um, we don't know who will be in the squad yet but he'll certainly be in amongst it for the next few years anyway so mm-hmm. yeah he's a very very promising player and um, he's hard in the tackle he's not scared to take a shot he's not scared to take people on so he's got a lot of things that you look for so yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Great player. I remember in the in 2019, he, he absolutely dictated that 
under 14s McMaster final you know I think he might have ended up with a hat trick or more himself on the day he's a darn sight better than Oliver right now <laughs> he truly was uh, was sensational so you know that's that's quite a quite an impressive leap and step up from uh, the McMaster in the last yeah, round yeah. To, the, to the main event this year so uh, if he does make the squad and, and maybe get a game then I wish him all the best um, it's the 125th anniversary of the Kamina Cup final this year uh, it's obviously going to be a huge occasion um, can you sum up what it feels like to be playing in the Kamina Cup final like this this is the reason we do this you don't like if you want to go and be the best at Shinty you, you need to aspire to, to win a Kamina Cup or you know what I mean like what are you doing <laughs> in my opinion it's the most prestigious thing you can win because there's so many teams in it mm-hmm. and like don't get me wrong win the league is a far more uh, superior fit, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a uh, it's massive, mm-hmm. it's massive, a massive cup to win, and it'll mean the world to me. And I know it'll mean the world to all the boys back at Shield. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be a big, big day. Emotions will run high, but yeah, I think it's gonna be a good, good day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thinking back to the end of the semi final, did did Johnson have any words for you after the game? John Stick really couldn't bring himself two words, actually. He was <laughs> almost speechless, which is uh, hard to say. So uh, he he was just beaming with pride, I think, really. Mm-hmm. I think all the, the coaching staff were. and I mean, they've been around the club so long and they've waited so long to be here and now we're doing it. We've got to do it for a lot of people that aren't here anymore, for one. Mm-hmm. All the players that are obviously in their later years mm-hmm. who tried for all them years they were playing are getting to see it now and we've got a duty to go out there and do it not Mm -hmm. only for us but for them too so I just sincerely hope we can do it yeah absolutely I was uh, chatting to Katie Jane earlier and I was mentioning the um, impressive uh, amount of tickets that have been sold across Wester Ross uh, assuming that you know they all do travel uh, how important would it be to have a good crowd behind you at at the final it'll just be one hell of a day let's face it it's going to be one very special day and it's hard not to think about afterwards it's hard not to think about winning it mm-hmm. but you've just got to take one step at a time like I said earlier take mm-hmm. it as if you need to get there which we've done we need to go through the first half of the final see how that's going and then take it after that and mm-hmm. I think yeah, I think people are going to be right up for it anyway let's put it that way <laughs> yeah absolutely um, I don't know maybe don't want to tempt fate and think too far ahead think about winning it but uh It'll be one almighty party up west <laughs> if you win, won't it? Uh, it'll be one hell of a night. I am very uh, very cautious to how many days it'll last. But, hey, <laughs> so you can't <laughs> think too far ahead. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, we'll have to put in a kind word uh, to the Cameron Act Association to try and get the following week's picture <laughs> cancelled if you win. Maybe, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the worst of it is we've got uh, a stag do on the the following Friday so oh, there might be one week long party but who knows <laughs> we just need to see what happens in the day exactly exactly well Josh that pretty much brings me to the end of my questions uh, I would just like to say thanks very much for joining me not a problem at all it's been a pleasure as always you've just listened to another episode of the Half Swing Shinty podcast if you enjoyed this episode it would mean a lot if you could like share and review the podcast as that's going to help us grow we have to say a huge thanks to Glasgow band Pizza Crunch for the intro track to the pod which comes from their single coma-inducing gibberish, and also a huge thanks to the legend that is Fergie MacDonald for letting us use the shinty referee to play us out. See you next week.
William Ballach, Bullish, Oban, Kamen, Nach, and Kyles. Till Marley Sky, Lochaber, yes, he travels many miles. Glenarch, Inverary, Gin, Loch, Sheel, and Newton Moor. Tim, you see, Bewley, Lobbit, and Loch Carran by the shore. Glenorchy, Owen, Celtic, Arna, Murrachan, and Strathglass. Till Murray, Bew, to Lorne, and around the Brender Pass. There's Minder, Gael, Boleskin, and Glengarry, near Loch Ness. Strachar and Lochside Rovers, Copper Bay and Inverness With his whistle and his stopwatch on the kilt above his knee Is the roughest, toughest man around Shindir River Lee With his whistle and his stopwatch on the kilt above his knee Is the roughest, toughest man around the Shindir River Lee